Yeah, that's a, wow. that's a that one that one hits home, man. That's, that's a gravity, bro. Especially if you're in a helicopter, that, that, that hits hard. <laughs> oh my god. Welcome to Stand Up Stand Up, presented by IT Misfits. This is where tech professionals and comedy intersect daily in your new favorite stand-up meet. Each episode has two parts, a roundtable discussion on an IT topic, and then an open source open mic, where each comic shares or works on a stand-up comedy bit. At the end of the week, we perform our final crafted bit. Just like any good stand-up meeting, we try to make these short and valuable. Hopefully, this brings a smile to your day, gives you something to think about, and most importantly, gives you something funny you can share with other IT professionals. All right, with me today are my fellow misfits, Tim Stevens, Matt Campisi, and Samuel Hernandez. My name's Jerry Black. Let's get into it. Uh, Tim, you have the quote for today. I do. The biggest mistake we make in our lives is thinking we have time. Kobe Bryant. Oh, oh wow. He said that? Wow. Before he um, died, yeah. What? So, a... Oh, oh, in that order? <laughs> what a quote! <laughs> uh, uh, that is awesome, dude. Isn't that? Isn't that? Uh, uh, yeah, holy fire. cow! Thinking we yeah. have enough time, and then the guy dies. Fire! Yeah, that's a, wow. that's a that one. That one hits home, man. That's, that's a good you know, Especially that's if you're in a helicopter, that, that hits hard. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay. Uh, all right well uh today uh today we're talking and this week we've been talking about time management today is tim's turn to go into his uh time management method um but before we get into that let's do some open source comedy uh, yeah so, you're up perfect so you know i've been i've been kind of traveling this this last week and i was coming up in from california to arizona so i'm sitting in Quartzsite, the fine town of Quartzsite, Arizona, mm-hmm. at a Burger King that is right next, actually attached to a mobile gas station, and and there's there's a, a, a TV show on <clears throat> showcasing people's amazing talent, and you would think that it would be you know interesting things like I don't know fixing a car. Or like you know, tightrope walking, or something that actually requires I don't know talent. No, it's a bunch of people juggling a pen and a pomegranate, like a pen, <laughs> and not not a pomegranate, but a pomegranate seed. So somehow that's difficult. I mean, the thing is this big. My hand's this big. I'm gonna freaking catch the damn thing. And and what I notice is I'm people watching. Everyone was mesmerized. Right. And it's all these TikTok videos of people doing really stupid things. And so I'm like, dude, there's there's no there's no talent in, in, in any of it. It's it's just good luck. And here's the thing. And you wonder why people in IT are so frustrated with end users. Right. Because it's like, amen, dude, like just show me some freaking level of skill. And it's not juggling a freaking pomegranate seed like, you know. I can just turn on the computer before you t- call me and tell me that it's not working for the love of God. Anyway, that was my, that was my observation right. of the week. All <laughs> right. I like it. I like for the love of God that just brought it home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, uh, just so you know, I-, I told you that I was breaking up with Alexa 
Uh, but yesterday I really wanted to like listen to music. Uh, and so I kind of had to like make an Alexa booty call and, and it was fine oh. initially, you know, like she was like, she was like, um, Oh, Jerry. Um, Oh, you want to listen to music? Okay. And then, uh, she started playing Adele. Um, but it was like someone like you, which I don't know if you know that, but it's kind of like a heartbreak song. Uh, and then I could hear like in the background, I swear it was, a, it was Alexa singing in the background of this sad song, kind of crying along with it, you know? Oh, someone like you. Just in the background, I could swear I could hear it. So I'm like, hey, hey, Alexa, um, how about maybe we play something different, you know? And she was like, oh, oh, sure, Jerry, I see. So we're only going to play what Jerry wants to listen to. Okay, mm -hmm. I get it. And I was like, I was like, no, I, I, no problem. I'm just, just play something else. Oh, what do you want to listen to? Uh, I said, I don't know, how about some upbeat music? And she said, okay, now playing songs you listen to while you beat someone up. And then it was like death metal music, <laughs> but it was oddly specific death metal music. So it was like, juga, 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 juga. I'm going to kill you, Jerry. I'm going to crush you, Jerry. So uh, we broke up again, and now I'm using a record player that I got at a thrift store to listen to music in my house. So old school, go analog, baby. <laughs> All right, Lex is a tough breakup, man. I'm She's doing it for my own safety. <laughs> Always about your Alexa. death metal. Your death metal rendition was money. <laughs> I think Tim needs to make that a clip and just like and do a little like uh, you know do a little <laughs> DJ effort to it, like repeat it, repeat it, back it up, scratch it <laughs> no, up. Let's let's not do that. Uh, all right. Well, uh, trying to get views. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, people. we're trying to exactly get like what is this show? Uh, all right. Well, great work, uh, Samuel. Nice job. Um, and now uh, with that, Tim, the floor is yours. Take it away. Time management. This is so near and dear to my heart. It is such, such a uh, a critical skill that regardless of what industry you're in, you've got to get interested in it. You've got to develop it, right? Time is time is not something you can buy. It's not something you can borrow. You can't engineer it. Uh, it's your most precious asset. And we need to recognize that. Now, myself personally, I've wrestled with, with this adoption of an effective time management solution for years. What is the, the, the sweet spot? What's that algorithm? what process and you know you can do a search on the internet today and find um i don't know hundreds thousands of different strategies by all these clowns out there they've got the pomodora they've got the the eight by eight by eight the trident the time boxing method parkinson's law and you know it's enough to drive you crazy uh yeah i saw one last night it's the 22 steps to this and 33 elements of that and four basic strategies and i was thinking to myself i was like since you know since everyone is making up their own strategy just like everyone is seems to be making up their own genders these days i'm gonna come up with my own strategy okay and I, guys all jokes aside this is something again it's near and dear to me over the years i've cultivated what works for me and I think that's one of the messages I want you to take away from this is you've got to find out what works for you. But I do think that there are some common fundamental principles, if followed, 
regardless of how you really execute your system, because we all have systems we follow, you've got to keep these in mind. And I've got four of them that I want to share with you. The first one is be realistic, right? It, whatever it is you put into place, it needs to be sustainable. It has to be. Uh, it has to be achievable in that, you know, you need to crawl before you walk and walk before you run, right? In IT, we know, especially as an individual contributor, when that when that clock starts at that day, on that day, you know, whether it's eight o'clock, nine o'clock, you know, you're going to have uncertainty, you're going to have surprises, you're going to have new projects kicking off, you're going to have um, break fix, things are going to break, um, you're going to have new client engagement if you're in that pre and post sales situation, and you're not going to have a lot of control over your time during that, that window, okay? So be realistic in yourself is do not plan hard plan things throughout your day knowing that it's just going to get sabotaged because of kind of the, the way that you're, you know, your job at that time. The second one is focus on your strategies, right? I read this story last night of this professor that walked into his classroom and he had this big jar of coins and he dumped all these coins on the ground. And then he looked at all his students and said, listen, I want everybody to run up here and grab as many coins as you can get. And in the end, you're going to count what you have and whoever has the most, I'm going to give you $50. So all the students got up and they all ran to, to where the coins were spilled and they all picked up various coins, uh, silver dollars, pennies, nickels, quarters, all of that. And he gave them a few minutes to count it. And then he asked, you know, who has the most, who thinks they have the most. And a kid raised his hand. He had $37 and come to find out he had the most. And the professor is like, well, why did you, how did you get so many? How did you know what to grab? And he said, well, I grabbed the silver dollars. I didn't go for the pennies. And the takeaway there is, you know, focus on those silver dollars, focus on those priorities and stop picking up those pennies, knowing that those things are important at the time, because again, your time is precious. The third thing is discipline. Discipline is, is I don't care what they tell you. And who tries to tell you this? Discipline is not inherited. You don't learn discipline from a book. You don't buy it. Discipline is a skill that you cultivate and, and you sharpen over time, right? Without discipline, it doesn't matter what system you try to put in place. Discipline is the foundation of, of just about everything. You can be talented. You can be intelligent. You can have wealth. But if you don't have discipline, your, whatever system you put in place is going to fail ultimately. And then this last one, which I thought was really cool, and this one really resonated for me, uh, I would say just recently, is everyone has their dips. We all have our dips. And what I mean by that is I have learned over time that if I, if I tell myself, hey, I'm going to start getting up at 4.30 and I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym Monday through Friday. My dips are going to be when that gets old or I start to crave sleep or I start to not get you know, energetic or motivated in the gym when I go in. My dips for me is about every two weeks, two and a half weeks. That's my dips. So knowing that that's when I'm going to start to falter or start to taper off, and then knowing kind of the indicators and flags of when that starts, then I can start to put things in place or do things intentionally to not avoid those dips because you can't, but to minimize the impact of those dips right? To mitigate what those dips actually do to my rhythm and my momentum. So 
Hope that was helpful. Uh, any feedback from the group, from the other misfits? So on any Tim, of that? You, Tim, you have a military background. So is, uh, I mean, I know time management when you're uh, being kind of told what to do is not your time, but I was just curious, did any of these components, I didn't know if discipline was one you made up because of your history or your your time in the military, or is there any kind of connection to, to what you learned around that? Yeah, it's funny you ask that. I was thinking about that this morning when I was at the gym is, you know, is, is the military, was the military the thing that did it for me in in establishing time management or realizing how important it is. And it's not because you kind of said it when you first asked the question. Um, I was told what to do from from the time I woke up, the time I went to bed, which is great at the time. No pun intended. But now, now as an adult, as a grown man, now I have to figure out what I do. No one's waking me up. No one's telling me to go exercise and all that. So uh, I would say no. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe I would wonder if maybe taught you the benefit of discipline without teaching you without, you know, this, but while giving you the structure or something, but I, I don't know. Yeah. It's the weapon at the how, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You're being disciplined yeah, I mean, into, into doing certain things. And so, you know, someone else has decided that and done the work of prioritizing one thing over the other. And you just, your job is just to execute and to hold your skill to identify what is it that's important and that should be done for the day. And I like, I like your point about being realistic because, you know, that's one of the things that I struggle with. You know, uh, I, I, I can sometimes set on very unrealistic expectations of what I can get done in a, in a particular amount of time. It's, it's, it's a lot harder than it sounds, right? Because, you know, especially if you're in a position where you're striving to get promoted, you're striving to do more, um, you know, you want, you want to be able to perform. And so it's, it's, there's a lot of self-awareness that has to happen or for you to be successful at that, in my opinion. Tim, there's a component of your call it feedback that I was slightly, now that I'm hearing your story and your four points that um, you didn't bring up was people that are motivated, like you disciplined to get up at four or whatever, four 30, get to the gym and you're already gone to the gym. And I literally woke up 30 minutes ago for this and you've been up for like, three hours. Um, I mean, the fact that that of starting your day with that routine, starting your day, working out, starting your day with that uh, endorphins. I mean, I feel, I mean, my opinion is what I hear from people like you, that that just sets the tone for the rest of the day. Um, I was just curious if the idea of working out actually is helps you with time management for the rest of the day. It, it doesn't. And I, I think I bought into that for the longest time. I've got to get up and sweat before I start my day. I can't do anything today. I feel unproductive or, or ineffective or worthless without working out. And that's, it's not motivation. Let's be clear about that. Cause I am not motivated to get out of bed. I will sit at the edge of my bed at four 30 and start to negotiate with myself as to why I should just lay back down. And there's a million reasons to do that. Yep. The one thing that it does do for me, is when that when I punch that clock at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., my day starts and it is, and for a lot, it's a sprint for the rest of the day. There's a lot that's going on and your priorities change and things break and priorities change again and more things break. And you need to, you need to eat and you need clarity breaks and you've got to be able to prepare yourself for the next meeting and all, and all these realities that we live and we want to do our best, right? At the end of the day. So you've got to carve out some time for yourself. 
and that's where the 4:30 a.m. three comes in for me. Yeah. yeah. Do I have to work out? Yeah, I, I think for me, a lot of it's mental, um, physical as well, but mental mostly. But I think it's, and you don't have to do that either. No one says you got to wake up at 4.30. But keep in mind, number four element is that dip. Because in a few weeks, I know I'm going to start craving sleep. Now, how do I get ahead of that? How do I mitigate that so I don't lose my momentum? So I continue to wake up at 4.30, continue to go to the gym. Because motivation, that lasts all of 10 seconds. Yeah, it does. That's, just a that's generous. That's, that's generous. Feeling. Yeah. Motivation, um, uh, you you mentioned dips, and I would even argue um, that there are dips throughout the day that you also have to take into account, right? And so some people um, like they can exercise in the morning. I can't. If I was to exercise in the morning, that that honestly is the time that my um, my brain is, I would say, the most productive and the most creative. And so I work. Uh, I. I instead focus on on work uh, in the morning, and I would exercise in the afternoons or evenings um, uh, instead. But but that's because that's when my stuff starts to dip. And for me, exercising or even do just doing anything physical helps kind of bring that back up, or at least be one of those breaks that you talked about, Tim. I did have a question when you talk about being realistic. Uh, did you have any I, I don't know insight or any uh, suggestions that you can give on? kind of how to do that, right? Like, hey, be realistic. Okay, but do you have a yeah. filter or something you put that up against? Yeah, you know, that's a good question. I, when I say realistic, and I, I use that, you know, that cliche of crawl, walk, run, is let's say you got an issue with discipline and consistency, which directly ties to time management. Start out with, and it's, it's a process. Give yourself a goal each day that you're going to read 10 pages of a nonfiction book or five pages if you're not a reader, right? And build that discipline. Don't focus on how long you're going to do it, whether it's a month, two months, three months. Just focus on the day, focus on the process. Don't worry about the outcome. And don't even worry about if you read the five pages and you, you don't even remember what you read, okay? But start out by building those small disciplines. And this is part of being realistic. And begin from there to 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 cultivate this new version of yourself that you're striving for. And you'd be amazed at how that little discipline, that five pages of a nonfiction book each day starts to build and build and build. And then you're ready to start to walk. And then eventually you start to run. One thing I'll, I want to mention, I'm always fascinated when I cross paths with somebody that is that you look at their desk and their dry erase board, and maybe if they have an office, or their home and how organized they are almost like a movie you know they've got a, a paper clip for this and a sticky note for that and a binder for this and it's amazing they didn't get that way overnight hmm. they didn't they didn't become that person that they are today and they're probably still working on themselves that's what's intimidating <laughs> to see someone like that but realize that disciplines that's the foundation you got to build those out and that's one way to do it Start out realistic, start out small. Excellent. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks everybody uh, for your time today. Uh, thank you very much to my fellow misfits, Tim Stevens, and for all your insight today in uh, time management, Samuel Hernandez, Matt Campisi. My name's Jerry Black. Have a great day. That's it for today's stand up meeting. Remember, this isn't just a podcast, it's a weekly process to find the fun. You are front row at the birth 
of any of this comedy. It's open source, so please feel free to share this with people that you work with. If you share something funny with other people, their day will be brighter, and you'll be amazed at how much better your day is because of it. Thank you very much for being here. Have a great day.